Welcome to a new season of How to Hyperbaric Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Masha. And in this season, we talk about different therapies that combine well with hyperbaric oxygen therapy. Today's topic of conversation is PEMF, Pulsed Electromagnetic Field Technology, which combines really well with hyperbarics. Today, I'm interviewing Joe Lihute, who is an expert in PEMF equipment. So we'll talk about PMF, what is it, how it can help, and also how to choose the best PMF equipment. Welcome to the show, Joe. What is PEMF? What is PEMF? Okay, yes. So PEMF stands for Pulsed Electromagnetic Fields, and it's a modality or a technology that applies a pulsed magnetic field to energize the body and stimulate and exercise the cells so that the body can do a better job of uptaking the things that help heal the body, such as nutrients, oxygen, hydration, and also help expel toxins and waste from the body, putting the body in its best state of self-healing, regeneration, regulation, and rest. Let's say just anything the body is trying to do on its own or resolve on its own, but doesn't always have enough energy at the cellular level to get it done as thoroughly or as quickly as we might expect. So in essence, it's an electromagnetic wave yeah, it's an electromagnetic and how field. is it being field? How is it being generated? Yep, it's it's generated by taking uh, electricity out of the wall, AC current, basically, which is no good for you, which will kill you, basically. Uh, it runs it through a big device that turns it and transforms it into DC, which is generally good for the body, and then it runs it through some really heavy cables that are then run into some accessories that apply it to the body, whether it be a full body bed or a chair that you might sit in uh, or a smaller focal accessory that you might apply directly to a specific part of the body. And that's how it emits that magnetic field in just straight into the body that way. You can choose to lay down on a full body bed, which is head to toe and side to side, stimulating the entire body with this PEMF, uh, or you can sit up in a chair which would basically just be from the back of your knees to the shoulder, depending on the person's height. Or we have smaller uh, focal accessories, we call them, to apply to a specific joint or the hand or the head or one specific area of the body, you know, just to be more efficient into a specific area of the body. And uh, what is the sensation like uh, when a person is laying down on that bed? What is it like? Yeah, it's pretty hard to describe. Um, I've kind of come into the terminology of maybe a magnetic massage mm -hmm. <laughs> type thing. Um, and it depends on what you what accessory you're on as well. So if you're on the bed, you're feeling maybe from the knees up this pulsation throughout the body internally and externally. Um, and then if you apply it, obviously, to a focal point, you would feel it just generally in that area, the same sensation. And a lot of the devices on the market are you, you can regulate the intensity so you can have it be very light or you can have it be very aggressive, depending on what your preference is and what the use case is, the application, what you're trying to accomplish. The body is always trying to heal itself and it adapts and heals itself. And that's really all the body does. Um, a lot of times 
when it doesn't happen as quickly or thoroughly as we might expect, as we mentioned earlier, it's usually an, uh, an energy equation. There's not enough energy in the cell and maybe the cells clumpy and can't absorb you know, up, uptake um, the things that help the body heal and can't also get rid of the toxins and the waste that the body doesn't need any longer. Um, and so if you apply that energy and give those cells the energy they need to do their job of uptake and elimination, you know, um, now the body can get into that state of healing. And, you know, whether it's an inflammation situation or a range of movement situation or a discomfort situation, usually tied to something like inflammation, um, you know, you can address it in that way and support the body with that additional energy. There are different PMF machines. There are many. Um, some okay. you feel nothing. Others you do feel that tense like sensation let's call it that way um mm -hmm. what what is the difference um as, as i mentioned to you when we were talking before recording the podcast let's say in hyperbarics there are also different hyperbaric chambers some are soft some are hard shell some go to 1.3 others can go up to seven atmospheres if it's a diverse chamber. So really, I mean, there is a variety depending on what we are treating, really, because pressure is the dosage of the oxygen, which is a nutrient. There's a very broad spectrum, I call it, of devices that are on the market. And it's it's very confusing. As a matter of fact, I just wrote a substack on this a couple of weeks ago about navigating the very confusing PEMF market. And it talks about this because the products are called, they're all called PEMF, but if you get on one and then the other, it's a completely different experience. And so you're scratching your head going, are they doing the same thing or not? doesn't feel like they are, but maybe they are. I don't know. And so I would say at one end of the spectrum exists devices that are more focused on applying a waveform of some sort, a resonant frequency that's not tactile. In other words, you mm -hmm. don't feel it, like you said. You don't feel it. Now, it still has its benefits. The benefits may not be the same as the one with the, I'm going to call it the higher dosage, just like with the HBOT spectrum, um, but you still get benefit from it. There may not be an experience attached to it. Maybe you're just lying there or sitting there and you don't really know what's happening, if anything. Um, and so there's a little more trust that's that's uh, that's going on with the user, trusting that it might be doing something. And so you might need to use it more in order to finally realize, oh, it must be actually doing something because I haven't felt it yet. So that's one side of the spectrum. As you work up to the other side, we, it's not it's not a resonant device, it's an impulsive device. So impulse just simply means it's hitting the body and now can be regulated very lightly or very heavy depending on what your preference and what the application is, what dosage you want, so to speak. Um, but it's a completely different experience. The ones on the lower end, the frequency resonant ends, the ones that aren't tactile, they're unable to provide the big impulses. However, the ones that are on the impulse side, the ones that provide the impulse PEMF, the better devices, at least, are fully regulatable so that if you don't want the aggressive sensation on the body, but you prefer a more buzzy or light or feathery type sensation, 
um, that's that's all fully regulatable on some of the better machines. So I will say you can have the best of both worlds on one end of the spectrum. On the other end of the spectrum, you're really dealing with the the, the non-tactile sensation, which is good for some use cases, maybe not all of them. So thank you for explaining this. You've explained it really well. And I just want to go back to analogy with hyperbaric chambers. Soft chamber can go up to 1.3, in some cases, 1.5 atmospheres. Hard shell chamber can go to much higher uh, pressure. However, it can still be used at 1.3 and 1.5. So I think go. it's pretty much... Um, similar in terms of understanding the difference between different devices. Now, PMF, as you mentioned, is a wellness device. It's not a medical device. However, people, including myself, use it for many medical conditions. Like I've used mine for to in my recovery from long COVID. It was not the only therapy, but it was the therapy that really helped with joint pain and musculoskeletal pain that I was experiencing. Now, let's see how PMF is combined and can be combined potentially with hyperbaric oxygen therapy. Because many docs out there, they use both therapies integratively. What's your opinion on that? Yeah, my opinion, just from um, a a layman's point of view and a common sense, sort of a street, you know, point of view, is that like we said earlier, PEMF works to take cells that are, I call it clumpy. It might not mm-hmm. be a great, you know, use of the word, but I call it clumpy and locked up and they're holding toxins and they're not allowing the good nutrition and oxygen to get in and to be absorbed by the body. And so PEMF exercises those cells and stimulates them to be more open to uptake and absorb more easily. And so if something like HBOT, let's say, is trying to get something into the cell, it would, you know, intuitively, it would be easier to accomplish if the cell was more receptive and more open and not clumpy and locked up. So if we exercise the cell prior to an HBOT session, we open up the cell and make the body more receptive to that, to that oxygen concentration. So hopefully that makes sense. So we approved blood flow with PMF, and so the oxygen can get to cells and tissues easier. Mm-hmm. In traditional Chinese medicine, there is a concept of qi, which is the life force that needs to move freely inside the body. Whenever there is blockage, which could be energetic or it could be physical, this is where the disease starts. And I think PMF uh, helps to remove those blockages. The same way as many therapies such as acupuncture and acupressure and massage and tai chi, which is a form of physical activity that also helps to remove blockages. So PMF is one way of doing it and it could be done passively. So let's say uh, tai chi is something that a person needs to do, right? And they're limited by their injuries and abilities. Whether PMF, when it's applied to the body, it just that wave that moves through it, maybe not with one session, of course, because nothing works with one session, right? But eventually it will help to remove that blockage. And when the blockage is removed, we know that the oxygen can go in and the cells probably become stronger from the force that's being applied, right? There is a hormetic stress as well, because if you start moving something too much, 
the cell has to become stronger and resilient. And the one who can't, the one that cannot become stronger and resilient will go through autophagy and die. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does it make sense? Yeah, definitely. It's an excellent point too. And I love the fact that you brought up the passivity of PEMF because yes, the the physiological impact on the cell is very similar, if not identical to physical exercise and, and what you get from that. But if you are somehow incapacitated or injured and you literally cannot physically exercise, you can get circulation, respiration into the cell, get the cells moving, apply that energy that improves that circulation, now carries that healing to other parts of the body. Um, you know, just in a passive way, whether it's lying down, sitting down, enjoying your favorite show. So a lot of people will use it in that way where, you know, they're unable to physically exercise, but they still want those benefits. Um, Even athletes have been known to use it for that particular reason. So they don't lose, I guess, lose a lot of form while they're injured and have to start over from, you know, a reversed or or a suppressed position. They can kind of maintain where they were almost their baseline um, so that when they are able to start actually doing their training and their practicing and and all of that again, um, they haven't lost very much. And PMF um, would be applied at the doctor's office, right? And it could be used as a portable device in somebody's home. Is that correct? Yeah, is it approved? Is it approved yeah. for home use? Oh yeah, absolutely. There are products that, that you know can travel. There are products that of all different sizes. Um, I personally am in a situation where I work with everything from a clinic of whatever sort um, right over to the home user. So I have about a third of my clients are home users, and they have all different size machines and configurations, depending on whatever their application and resources might be and and budget constraints and that kind of thing. And then the clinics will generally use a more clinically focused or configured type of configuration. But yeah, across the board, even with animals, you see PEMF all the time with with horses, equine, you know, the equine um, ecosystem and even domestic pets and some farm animals too. So it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. So if people um, have more questions, because it's impossible to cover PMF in half an hour interview, although this podcast will be in two parts, and today we're discussing more te- uh, technology and different machines and what they do. In our next episode, we'll speak more about um, uses, how to use it, how to combine it, um, maybe if there are contraindications. By the way, are there any contraindications to PMF use? There are a few, yeah. So you don't want to use PEMF if you have an internally implanted medical device like a pacemaker or a cochlear implant or an insulin pump, something that's inside the body and can't be shut off. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to use it if you're pregnant. You don't want to use it if you're an organ transplant uh, patient. And you generally don't want to use it until about two weeks after you've had surgery. So those are the those are those are the big contraindications. What about cancer? Um People with cancer use PEMF all the time. Mm -hmm. I see. So if people want to know more about this technology, how to use it um, and what it does, how can they find you? Where can they ask questions? Sure. The best place to find me is on Instagram at Lahote Joe. 
Um, I also uh, have just started a, a sub stack where I have a couple of articles published um, about how to navigate the PEMF market, how to implement PEMF in your clinic or your wellness business, uh, those types of things. Uh, those are probably the two best ways to, to, to reach me. Excellent. Thank you for joining me today. And uh, guys, if you have any questions, please leave them in the comment section below. And we'll make sure to answer those questions in podcast episode part two, or I'll forward the questions if by some reason you didn't get Joe's Instagram, although we'll have it in the podcast description below. Uh, we'll forward those questions to you. Or maybe you can even hop on our YouTube channel and answer those questions directly because PMF, although it's a simple technology, has very few contraindications. It's not even a medical device. It's a wellness device. I think um, people don't know much about it. It's always just a four-letter word that means something, could be used for something, but what it is, what it does, and how it could be used still, I think we need to provide more and more education about it. So I want to thank you for being with us today. This was excellent. I personally learned a lot uh, about it, even though I've been using the device still. There's, as I said, we definitely need more education, both on the technology, but also on different types of devices, because there's so many. I mean, how do you choose, okay, which one's good for you? And this, these are the questions that you guys can ask Joe, um, as he said on his Instagram or in our comments below. And thank you for being with me today. Thank you for taking your time. Yes, yes, thank you very much. Love to be here. Absolutely. Thank you. Guys, okay. please give us likes. So more people can see this episode. And if you know somebody who can benefit from this information, please send them a link. I'll see you next week.